You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk she. Recorded live. Broken Chains Prison Ministry um, support call. I just want to thank you for tuning in and um, for all of those who have loved ones behind the wall. Um, we just want you to know that we're here to guide and support you through this difficult time. A little bit about myself. I have three loved ones that are behind the wall, and um, they all have long sentences. So I definitely know what it's like when you have loved ones um, in uh, significant others that um, you have to support not only financially but mentally and um, emotionally. So tonight we're going to talk about how to do time while he's doing time. And this is the beginning of our ministry support group, and we're here to um, just offer godly wisdom on how to get through the years of incarceration. Um, it's not only myself, but also uh, Apostle Elois Sullivan Gibson, who was behind the wall. And so she has a lot of experience of, of what inmates are have went through or going through and um, all the way up to release and how to merge back into society. So tonight we're going to um, talk about how to cope with a spouse's incarceration. 
So the one thing that I can honestly say, honestly, that I went through is that, you know, it's confusing when you go from normal day-to-day living with this person and then suddenly he or she is gone. Um, you you may experience loss, mourning, anger, sadness, frustration, guilt, and even shame. And then all of a sudden, you know, you used to have a person helping you, but now you have a, a lot of responsibilities to feel while your significant other is absent. Um, the transition is confusing. And it's painful. Um, But together, we're going to um, learn how to be prayed up, to keep our chins up, and and to help each other cope effectively. There are also some who are MWIs, and um, MWIs is met while incarcerated. So those relationships are a little bit different. you never was on a day-to-day with this person. Um, you didn't meet on the streets. You didn't go out on your first date. Your first date was actually that first letter or a phone call that you got from the person that's incarcerated. So I'm going to open us up with a word of prayer, and then we're going to dive right in it. Precious Father, we come before thee thanking you for allowing us to come together as one. Um, we thank you, Father, for just giving us peace in the midst of all storms. We thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. And I pray, Father, that you will comfort every wife, every husband, every child that has a loved one that is behind the wall. We know that we can do all things through Christ. We know with you we are able. And we just want to say thank you and we love you in Jesus' holy name. We pray. Amen. So the first step is realize it's okay to mourn. Your significant other's incarceration, um, it actually creates a a big wall in your marriage, in your relationship, because there's a lack of intimacy, there's a lack of family involvement, And there's no financial contribution. So you know what it's like um, when they were locked up. Or if you're an NWI, um, you have caught feelings for this person and they're already incarcerated. So, you know, you you experience a loss. It's it's a big life change. Um, It's definitely not what some would call normal day-to-day relationships. You know, but my encouragement to you is is that it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be frustrated. Um, In some instances, you may feel hopeless, helpless, or out of control. And it's okay. You know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to express um, these emotions. Um, I found what helped me is, to journal my feelings and exactly what I was experiencing. So, you know, I write down my feelings, and then when I go back and read, I can really see how far God has brought me. 
I don't feel that anger or that loss anymore. You know, every day is new. Every day is different. And I'm definitely encouraged. Um, And number two, deal with your own trauma and your own shame. You know, and this big old judgmental, critical world, you may feel embarrassed or shame that the one that you love is in prison, especially if you're met while incarcerated. You know, you have to go and tell your family, your friends, hey, um, I have somebody special in my life. And they're like, well, who is it? Um, His name is such and such. And, oh, yeah, he's incarcerated for this many years. Um, you know, sometimes you feel um, like people don't understand what y- you see the heart that you see, the person that you see. Most of the time in our culture, in our day and age, people just see the crime. They don't see the background of the lifestyle, the childhood, um, the neglect, the abuse, the addiction that may have caused them to go down a path that's that's not of God, that made them what some would say a criminal. Um, and we, the people who love them, who are in relationships with them, we may feel that shame. You know, some women, men, they feel depressed from experiencing the loss of that person. Um, but the one thing that I want to encourage you to do is to confront these feelings, and you have to work through them. Again, that's where the journal comes in. You write down what's going on, how you're feeling on that day, and sometimes I even put the time because I'm at 4:30. I may be mad and upset, and then 6:30 I'm crying over a bucket of ice cream, eating Oreos, uh, and then at 9:30, after watching some Netflix, I feel all right. So it's helpful to really just journal and and write these things down. So when you go back, you can see, hey, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. So, and another thing I want to encourage you. Your significant other is responsible for his or own decisions. You weren't the reason why they went there. You didn't commit the crime with them. You know, you couldn't have stopped it. You need to allow them to take ownership of their choices and their decision-making and not um, try to make it seem like it's all about you. You deal with your emotions, they deal with theirs. And then together, you help each other heal from these choices and the decisions that ultimately affected your relationship. Three, accept reality. Life is different. Um, You may now be responsible for taking care of the kids, paying the bills, and and doing everything without this person. no holidays, no no Valentine Day, no no wedding anniversaries, and or, or you know anniversaries of when you two became a couple. No, you don't get that the way a normal couple would, you know. And it's okay, you know. You reflect on happy memories of of what you share together, and for the NWIs, the met while incarcerated, you make memories, you know. 
with either, you know, drawings or, or special cards or um, I know some inmates get other people to make cards and, and special things and they send them to, you know, their, their husbands or wives. So it, it's possible. It is possible to make this work, but it's going to take hard work. It's going to take prayer. It's going to take communication and healing. Um, don't dwell on the past. You know, you know, as much as you want things to be different, it's not. It's not. So it's up to you. It's up to to the both of you to accept the changes. You know that have occurred. You know your life has changed dramatically. So you know don't don't go against it. Just go with it, day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute whatever you have to do, um, because you trying to, to go against it, it just makes it more difficult for you. Accept your feelings as a natural part of the circumstances. Your feelings count. His feelings count, but your feelings count too. The kids' feelings count as well. Um, talk to people. You know, if you just have one friend, I think in this day and age, if you still have one good friend when you come out of high school, you're blessed. You know, find somebody that knows your situation, that has compassion and not judgment, and just talk. Talk and get these negative feelings um, out. Me, myself, and I, I have a therapist. So that's where I went to, and um, I have some godly friends that, that helped me through the hard times. Four, decide what to tell people. Hmm. For those who met while incarcerated, uh, you may be ashamed to tell people that your new boyfriend is in prison. So it's hard because there's definitely judgment there. There's just definitely criticism there. Um, you need to decide how much do you want others to know. Um, do you want them to know what your spouse did or how long he or she will be gone? That's up to you. Um, but you need to decide what to tell people. Um, for example, I I like to I like to say I met this person while incarcerated. Um, he has a really good heart. He has a really big love for God and he makes me happy and he gives me the support and prayers that I need. And then you just cut it there. You don't need to explain to people why you chose what you chose, but you need to decide what you will and what you won't tell them. So we're going to cut it right here for tonight. And this is just an introduction. You can reach me on Facebook under Christina Netta Trevelyan or destiny.as.oneministries at gmail.com. And you can um, inbox me your inmates, uh, name and address, and we can send them a newsletter and some, you know, Bible studies. We even have marriage counseling for those that um, need it. So may God bless you and keep you and know that God is able to support you through this um, incarceration and that there is hope and live by faith and not by sight. So until next time, God bless all of you guys, and I will see you um, on Broken Chains, Prison Ministry Support. God bless.
With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.